This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. appreciate about this business is uh, how transparent it can be and how secretive, secretive it can be as well. I think that, you know, as we do our job and we walk sites and we're checking things and looking at plans and, you know, if you're, if you didn't paint the wall blue and it shows it's, you know, supposed to be blue on the plans and you paint it white, like you can't talk your way out of that, you know, maybe you can. Uh, but you shouldn't like that's kind of dumb you know you the client's paying for for a building to be done a certain way if it's orange or red or turquoise or whatever color you know if you're doing a national retail builder uh, building you know for a, a national retailer or if you're uh, you know if you're doing a a, a, a lifestyle center or a, a, a whatever you know like a, a, a ti you know client has expectations the last thing that anybody likes to hear is, you know, you people suck, you know. So, like, we all have to try to get better. If we're just out there, you know, clocking in and cash a paycheck, man, you're not doing yourself a service. You're not, like, you know, the hills have eyes, man. The The job site has eyes and ears. So if you're running it and you're you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're not you're, you're going to get a different kind of complaining, but you don't want to get the complaining – uh, or, or at least people calling you out for you not doing, you know, the really basics. Because um, the thing about subcontractors, even though some are dumb and there's a lot of smart dudes out there, there are there are some ones that will will screw with you. Um, they can smell fear, <laughs> and they can see if you're incompetent. Like so, we don't. We want to at least you know put the effort in during the daytime when you're there. You know, if you got a side hustle awesome but don't let it fuck with your day don't let your side hustle petty shit um screw with guys that are trying to make a living you know don't screw with your your clients uh your program you know if you're if you're spending seven hours of your day side hustling uh, yeah i can tell you how that job's going so you know it's uh I just want to bring some attention to that. You know, let's uh, be cognizant in the moment and, and do what we're getting paid to do. If you don't like what you're doing, you know, I think I've said this before. If you don't like being a superintendent, then get the fuck out, okay? Go turn in your resignation, give your two weeks fucking notice, and go find another job. Go find something that you love to do. 
uh, I'm not advocating for anybody to quit, you know? But if you're going to be here, like, don't be a fucking lazy shitbag and make it harder on everybody else because that sucks, man, you know? And some places, you know, you can't complain about it. You got to work through it. And and then other places, yeah, you can get, you'll get dealt with. You might not get the, they may deal with you in such a way you don't even know you're getting fucked with, you know? You may end up at, on a night job in fucking Minot, North Dakota. You ever been to Minot? A place sucks. <laughs> okay? Uh, it's a little bit better since after it flooded and, and it got rebuilt. But, man, you, like, you don't want to do that. But if but if you're out there traveling and you, you can make a schedule and you can run a job and you can hold a meeting and you can talk to people and you can communicate without being a fuckhead all the time and, and you actually do know what you're talking about because you're engaged and... You understand, you know, all the, the things that are entailed with everything. Because really, to be a superintendent, you you, you can't be, you got to be knowledgeable in, in everything. You know, you need to understand how cabinets go together and, and how they get installed and how sink gets plumbed and uh, how drains and waste vents and, you know, code things and, you know, what kind of rod uh, are the welders using? Are they doing the right process? You know, there's a there's a lot of people that don't know that shit that are out there, you know, running work. And what I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Like, that's why I'm doing this, because there's a shitload of you guys out there. Hats off for, like, trying. But but I hope you're trying, because if, you, if you're listening to this and you're that guy that I'm talking about at the beginning of this and you're not trying, you're just there, you know, clocking, you know, hours to, you know, I'm praying to God Friday you got a deposit in your account that you didn't get fucking cut loose that's no way to live man like you fucking go away <laughs> go away go sell your cars you know go work at taco bell or costco or you know whatever you know because not everybody's meant to fucking do this stuff you know like some people were you know born with a gift you know and you know chase that you know if you feel like cars is your jam like go do cars um if, if it's art do art man you know figure out a way to monetize something and, and do it so, uh, this industry is hard as fuck as it is. It, let's not make it harder by being a lazy fucking dirtbag. Because cause there's no need for that. And same goes for the subs. Like, today I had a pretty wild day through the, uh, you know, just like everybody else is having a wild day of some sort. You know, it might not be today, it might, maybe tomorrow. But you can, like if you've been in this for a minute, you can relate to it in some degree. You know, it goes the same for subcontractors. Do your paperwork, man. Like, we all hate paperwork. You're not special by hating it, you know. We know the pain and suffering. But don't call me up, you know, 11 months after a job's over with and tell me I owe you fucking money for something. I have no clue you did. And then you can't prove it. And you can't show me a photo of it, uh, a before or after. Um, And none of my field guys know about it. And then threaten to, like, go to court. That's fucking lame. You know, we can do that, but you're not going to win. Especially when I've reached out to you and, you know, multiple times with no response uh, uh, for other things. And you've been doing other things. So, the same across the board, you know, that's why I push, you know, doing the, the basic stuff. You know, take some photos every day of, of all the work that's happening. And even of places where work's not happening because that shit will bite you in the ass too. Um, and you know, and walk the work, be in, intent, uh, do it 
with you know be deliberate with uh with what we're doing i think that we all have paperwork there's no no escaping it in, in any way shape or form there's um there's contracts we have to read there's uh there's plans there's specifications there's there's so much crap submittals uh code books you name it you know third party things google searching um, we got daily logs that do, we have to document the days, tasks and things we did and good and bad and write RFIs and, you know, all those things become important. But if you're, if you're too busy fucking around with some other thing and you're not working towards the goal of being done with your project, you know, uh, that's a problem. You know, you, you it's my PSA for the day. If you're not going to put the effort into this, uh, that this job deserves go away go the fuck away um but if you do want to put in the effort and you know you know the hard work it's going to take for a minute to to get to that point then you know by all means keep listening otherwise turn it off and like fucking go away the the there's an old saying you know you need 10,000 hours devoted to something before you can you know attempt to master it and so 10,000 hours is a lot. You know, if that's uh, 10 hours a day, six days a week for four and a half fucking years. If anybody listening to this, you know, is doing a job in uh, as a super and you're doing eight and it's awesome, hats off. Like you should, you don't even need to listen to me run my mouth. Um but if you're putting in eight and your job's a shit show and you can't fucking sleep at night and you're full of animosity and guilt and whatever because, you know, everybody's up your ass and things aren't getting done and people are fucking with you, chances are you got to devote a little bit more time to it. You know, maybe you need to get up a little bit earlier, uh, you know, to get a jump on it. Maybe you need to devote some time to a schedule. Uh, maybe you need to... You know, just take that one last walk, you know, in the afternoon and just make sure that what you expected to get done that day on your schedule, because God willing, you're making a fucking schedule, because apparently nobody, I want to say 98% of the superintendents out there don't make fucking schedules. Like, I don't even understand how the hell that works. Like, how do you coordinate that shit? It's a lot of work to do the, do it the way you guys are doing it. But if you're doing all those things... You can get pretty good grasp on everything. But then you got to be careful that you don't get so confident. Like, that's the thing. Like, I do run my mouth, and, and I was able to do it. But but what nobody sees is all that other hard work, right? So, like, don't get so confident that you start, you know, working an eight-hour day or a six-hour day or a five-hour day because I got this. I got it. Don't bother me, dude. I got it don't be that guy because as soon as you say i fucking got it chances are you don't you're gonna fuck it up or you're gonna miss something and somebody else is gonna fuck it up and you're not gonna be that like second set of eyes to help them avoid you know tragedy you know they're it's just not it, it doesn't do any good so you got to be conscientious to be overconfident i do run my mouth i am very direct i am uh i can be as relentless as uh i use this example today i can be as relentless about something 
as your ex-girlfriend who caught you in bed with her sister, like, I will be that fucking vengeful to make sure that whatever goal we're trying to achieve gets accomplished. I just don't know why that's an example, but it's, you know, we all can, you know, if you're a dude, you can imagine how fucking angry, and and, and I don't mean angry, like, I'm not going to push anybody, like, to, like, fight or anything like that, but the, um, but, but I will be that relentless, um, you know, as polite as possible until you choose uh, to, to up that game, and then we, we can do that too. Um, but the thing, you know, as you push and in, in you're deliberate and you're active and you're engaged in, like, trying to make sure that you don't slip, you know, that confidence, it, you can get high on that shit, you know. You start talking to people every day and um, – Pretty soon, you know, everybody's coming to you with problems and they're looking for you for answers. And sometimes people come to you asking you questions for answers they already have. But I think that they're, you know, nervous and they need to prove to you that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is kind of annoying. Um, but the more you're you're satisfying uh, those questions and answering and providing that direction and shit like that, it's really easy to get caught up in, in thinking you're the smartest motherfucker on the planet. And we're, none of us are, right? But but we get that way. Uh, I get that way, too, sometimes. And a lot. And uh, you have to be cautious because as soon as we're, we're on top of that wave, we don't see the bottom, you know, and then all of a sudden, bitch, the drop, you know, falls, bottom drops out. So... Note to self, you know, this bitch I was getting, you know, that I saw, it's not even my job. But uh, it, as you have experience in work, you know, projects and travel around and you start meeting people and you make connections, like there's a there's a whole bunch of people I know out there. And sometimes they'll just drop you something like that, just random out of the blue. <laughs> and, uh, my initial thing is it's funny. Uh, and then when I think about it for a minute, it's, it's also not good. It's sad. And pointing that shit out to people, you know, it's important. You know, you have to understand that everybody that tells you, you know, they got your back and they're looking out for you and doing things like that. God bless them if they really truly are. But a lot of people aren't like everybody's a fucking hater and there's a shitload of predators out there. So, and everybody's trying to like get one up on the next guy cause everything's comp- super competitive. And so if you're if you don't want to be part of that hustle and grind, that's okay, but don't be in a position where your lack of hustling and your lack of dedication to grind uh is affecting other people. You know, especially if you work for a bigger company, you know, the uh, you don't want to be that guy cuz what starts happening is that day five years from now or two years from now or six months from now when you decide to wake up because you can't sell any more fucking cars and you're like, fuck, I got to make this work or I'm going to be, you know, sitting in a Joe Biden bread line. You already got a reputation. Everybody already knows how to fuck with you and use that shit against you and they know your weaknesses and uh, especially if you're using repeat subs, right, with a repeat client. You know, pretty soon that those... uh those owner um, reps, yeah, they know all about you. They all know what you're not going to do. And then they start 
uh, going behind your back. They'll tell you, oh, this is great. This looks good. And then they call your PM and start bitching. And then pretty soon you're working on a night job in Minot, fucking North Dakota. You're like, you don't want to do that. Now, the flip side of it is if you're out there traveling, which you should be, like if you're really into this thing, we all know that you're not going to build the same big box retail fucking thing in the same town 37 times. Like that's a pipe dream. If, you, if you're in commercial construction, build a national retailer shit, you, hopefully you have an understanding that it's a traveling job as a superintendent. Like you're on the road. You're a road warrior. So if you don't, surprise uh hey you're you're not gonna stay too busy unless you bounce around from company to company and you know i've done that it uh you really gotta hustle i mean most superintendents are looking for another job when they start the one they're on you know they they that's just how a lot of the a lot of the guys that i know that are in this that are doing great we're always looking for a new job not that we're ever going to take it but we're always looking because you know, I got something now, and I know when I'm going to be done because I've looked at that master schedule on the wall. Uh, I know typically how this client uh, finishes out their jobs and the amount of time that I have to devote to, like, you know, hang out. You know, sometimes it's a grand opening day. Sometimes you got to fuck around with them for 30 days. Sometimes they may tell you you got some change order work coming in. It extends the job out. So there's all there's always something, you know, and if you can – clean up your act you know during the course of the job by you know running a punch list and maintaining that thing and, and knocking the shit out of that thing as you go then you can get out of there pretty clean and then have a pretty good idea of where you're going to go next and and if you're being consistent in the things that you're being asked to do which every company is a little bit different um you have the potential to like stay busy because most companies are fucking bidding work all the time. We bid work constantly. Uh, we don't necessarily get it, and sometimes that's a blessing in disguise. You know, sometimes your competition needs to do some of the work for you, uh, only to you know if you're doing if your company does do good, it's a good reminder to your client. Uh, go ahead and step out and go ahead and, and try to use these other dudes. But at the same time, you know, uh, kind of want them to fail a little bit because. It just builds uh, a, a better reputation for yourself. And so if your company has a good reputation with a, a client or two or, or three and you guys are negotiating stuff, congratulations. That's great. Uh, that shit's not done by accident. But if you got a few shitbags in there fucking selling cars when they should be fucking doing a punch list, uh, that's a problem because that shit will catch up eventually. You know, if you don't purge that or clean it up or, or address that shit, uh, not only does that dude get a reputation, but now your company starts getting a reputation because nobody's staying on task. And, and typically you can tell pretty quick, uh, you know, how the job's going uh, just by walking on the site. You know, I can, I can roll into a job and, and, and I can tell is this super sitting in the fucking trailer all day long. I, it's so obvious. Um, the, the, the more you're in this thing and the more you immerse yourself, like I'm not saying live, breathe, eat and, and, and shit this stuff, but it kind of, uh, in order to be good, you know, to be to where you have that, like I have less stress on a job site for sure. I mean, there's stress, don't get me wrong. And there's a lot of work that's involved, hella calls, um, crap load of emails, lots of reading, planning, 
strategizing, fucking making, you know, multiple different schedules, trying to find the right optimum way, you know, coordinating with guys before they show up, not giving them time or, or adding to things, but just getting their opinion on, you know, how are they going to approach things and, and kind of blending that all in to, you know, taking in all that information, just, just, you know, initially, like I'm just grabbing fucking information. And, and as I grab that information, like, my conversations will, will maybe not be about work. Um, you know, sometimes those not work things do become important. You know, like I was having a conversation, uh, a couple of jobs ago with a block Mason and he had mentioned that his wife was pregnant and I went, Oh, cool, man. Congratulations. Like when she did, he's like, in like three months. And I'm like, wow. Uh, you got a plan B for when you're going to be out? And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, you got a 10-week duration, and you're starting in a month, so you're probably going to not be there at some point if she goes into labor. And he's like, oh, shit. Uh, let me work on it. I'll get back to you. So, like, that little innocent bullshit piece, of, uh, you know, my brain is always tracking, like, what are things that are going to hang me up on my on my project? what little bit of information can I get, can I take in that I can use uh, to strategize, you know, the tactics we're going to use? Because that's that's the thing. Like, nobody sees that shit. Nobody hears that conversation except me and the guy I'm having a conversation with. And so as you draw on this info, you know, and taking notes and, and plotting this shit out and, and weaving in that schedule, I can't have an interruption. I can't work on trying to sell a fucking car. Uh, if my wife's, you know, asking me to, you know, go get some, I can't do it right now. Like I will, uh, unless it's an emergency, if it's an emergency, I'll deal with it. Right. But if it's not an emergency and, and, you know, I say, Hey, can I get back to you? Like I, I have to be focused in the moment at that time, because just like everybody else, I can get sidetracked and fucked off real quick. And, and I know that. And so I have to be really cognizant to, to, police myself to make sure that I stay on the course, you know, trying to get that uh, schedule done or these emails out, um, you know, for the next couple of weeks worth of work and, 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 and just make sure that I'm addressing what I need. Because then at that point, once I'm addressing those things, things start happening, right? And then you can, you kind of ride that wave. Um, and as you ride that wave, you're really just maintaining things, right? You, one thing gets done, you pull, you pull one thing off that gets complete on your schedule, you add three or four. Like that should always be the progression of like how we're tackling the job until you get to the end. And obviously things are done and nothing's getting added because you're, you're at the finish line. But guess what, fuckers? You still got clothes out to do. You should be helping with that. You should be gathering that shit in the last, you know, two months while you're working up to your, your, your grand opening or your store turnover or, you know, the client comes in with their, you know, third-party shenanigans, groups of whatever's they do. Or or if you're in a big, uh, you know, distribution center and you, they've got some, like, conveyor belt guy that's coming in or, or whatever the hell's going on, it, not everything is going to be in our contract. It's, you know, it's just not that way. Although some, are, are, some clients are going to that platform to where everything is in your contract. Great. Because as a superintendent... I love that amount of control. You know, you can't control when joists are getting made, but you sure as fuck have a lot more uh, input and ability to 
work with the parameters that that are being dictated by you know a, a manufacturer a choice manufacturing or a steel fab shop you, but you got some work to do you can't just you know assume they're going to do something you like you have to make that call because you have to kick that shit off so you have more work to do but you also have more control and then at that point as you have more control to those things because you're actively fucking doing the things you're supposed to do it gets a little bit easier i know it sounds counterproductive as fuck but it 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 gets easier and so once you have got your arms wrapped around it, you've had all your conversations about whose wives are pregnant and, um, you know, who's getting divorced and, and shit like that. And although it sounds petty and, and not a part of, you know, our day to day, you know, life still happens and it does affect how people work. Uh, an old guy told me one time, he's like, cause I kind of jerry rigged the schedule and it was kind of shitty. And it really hit me hard when he said, look, when you fuck around and half-ass this schedule and you don't put any thought into it and you just start doing, you know, random shit and then you send it out and a guy drives, you know, halfway across the country to come and install this thing you told him was going to be ready on this day. Now, mind you, this is before fucking iPhones and Procore and Plan Grid and all this other bullshit. But when you, when you send the schedule out and this guy drives halfway across the country to install this shit on this day and it's not ready... And he works for himself. He can't bill anything. You just cost him a trip. So now he he spent money and fuel and time and maybe a hotel to get there. And then he got here and then he can't do a fucking thing. And then he's got another hotel. And then, well, if you're that fucked up and he can't do anything the next day, then he's got to go home. So now he spent fuel to drive all the way home and probably another hotel room. And then guess what? He's got to find something else to do because he probably carved out fucking time to do that work that you scheduled, but because you're being a lazy fuck, he just cost him a shitload of money and he doesn't have any work to do right now. And so he has to get on the phone and start hustling twice as hard to try to find a place where he can go do something or move something up or uh, get other, you know, other work right now because nobody wants to be idle, man, especially if they're working for themselves. So everybody's out there grinding, like don't fuck these guys. And, and I did that one time. It was a very long time ago. And it really hit me hard because the guy sat down with me. He's like, look, dude, I need to make my truck payment. And I I, I didn't get to do any work, so now I can't pay my truck payment. My old lady's going to be pissed. I probably can't make my fucking rent. I got to decide, am I pay my truck payment or my rent? Uh, and then because now she's mad, he, now his ass is sleeping on a couch, Right. And they're fighting about money, and it sucks. You know, hopefully you're not hiring people that are in those positions, but it happens. Um, Sometimes more often than we think. You know, guys are putting a second mortgage on to make payroll sometimes because they get fucking drag out. You know, maybe the office forgets to cut a check. Like, God damn it, that sucks. But it happens. Um, maybe they forgot to turn in a, a, a lien waiver. That sucks too. You know, so yeah, you, you don't want it to be your fault, okay? If somebody else fucks it up, that sucks too. But at least do your piece of the pie, you know, like, so you're not causing stress. Because that unification that you have, that uh, camaraderie that you build with these trades, whether it's 
through sick fucking jokes and and petty shit and acting like 12 year olds uh as well as you know being professional craftsmen in a ever-changing you know commercial life cycle project they're your people so you've got to work with them you've got to make sure that you're doing your part you know nobody likes to see a, a, a right fielder that's you know picking daisies that sucks don't do that um and then at the same time, you know, at the office, they've, they've got to do their part too. But, you know, I'm not going to put this, you know, office fighting with the field shit. That's, that, that's, a, that's a real thing out there too. But at the, at the root of it, you know, this, you got to make a schedule. You got to put thought in it. You've got to engage them. You've got to talk to them. You can't let them talk you into bullshit things. Um, you got to reference that master schedule. And if you really need some advice, you know, for some things, call your fucking PM. Right. Because that dude's your attorney. That dude's your fucking tax man. Uh, he's your financer. He, he's a he or she. There's a lot of she's out there. They're really good. Like I've always some of the best PMs I've ever worked with were, were women. And they were fantastic. Very smart. Very everything. Like it was great. And the because I don't know, you know, maybe I do. But I think women are better at paperwork. Um Guy, we're, we're let's be honest, dudes. We're we're terrible at paperwork, but at the same time, we have to fucking do it. We have to keep our records. We've got to do our stuff. You know, you can't avoid paperwork. Not in this business anymore. We can't be the guys that everybody thinks we are. Like we have to change that at some point. Like I'm so sad about the business at the moment because. A lot of people are out there doing the things that people know we're going to do because that's the idea. People lie. People don't do their job when they're there. Um, people overinflate pricing when they send it to you because they're hoping you're not going to pay attention. Um, sometimes they inflate it because they know that there's going to be some part of uh, a negotiation conversation coming. It, it it's it varies it definitely varies by region it varies by people it varies by clients and and it varies by by state for sure and so it also gets a little weird when you know a covid hits and material prices go through the roof you know there's a there's a shock factor involved there but at the end of the day it's still paperwork right we still have to do that paperwork show your work and there shouldn't be like this business should be at this point pretty transparent like nobody is doing anything that's fucking magic that somebody isn't doing that somebody isn't already doing today or somebody hasn't already done in the past you know we we're, we're, we're definitely not trailblazers you you may get a a trick piece of you know a, a, a trick tactic to to approach a, a, a scenario and nobody's probably, you know, the, the likelihood of nobody ever doing that before is probably zero. <laughs> um, but because you haven't been around somebody that's done that, you, maybe, you are, uh, maybe you are a pioneer, but you didn't tell anybody. So now nobody knows about it but you. And you, I don't know if that benefits anybody but yourself, but that's, uh, that's okay too. Like the job's going to benefit if you figured out something, uh, as long as you're not cheating and using, you know, inferior materials and, and you're putting it in like the architect's showing you to put it in, then then it's great. And then obviously, you know, we got to pay attention enough to know if something doesn't work. 
and that comes with experience. You know, you can't you can't get a a, a four and an eighth uh, door frame, a hollow metal frame, and and do a three and five eighth stud, and then put two pieces of five eighths on. The shit ain't gonna work. So, but how many people out there uh, are not paying attention to that shit? Their their chances are they're not. So that info you can find in the submittal if you look at it. <laughs> You know, so uh, not because because nobody catches everything, right? Or there's a lot of things that don't get caught. But as a super, you got to be that. You got to toe that line. And if you screw something up, like you got to figure out how to fix it. Like it's it's a disservice to everybody if um, you know you went and tore some shit out that nobody knew about because you had to fix something that you maybe hit a little bit, and then don't call the and tell everybody you got it handled. And then hang that phone up, and the next phone call you make is to someone else, uh, begging them to come help you fix something. It, it, it's going to be weird when uh, an email shows up to somebody uh, asking to get paid for some work you told them to do that nobody else knows about. Uh, awkward. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know, there's uh, a shit happens, though. It's scary how often it happens. It, it, it trips me out on, on how hard people will work to re-engineer shit uh, as opposed to just building what's on the fucking drawings. That, that shit just boggles my goddamn mind. I don't even understand why anybody would want to take on that responsibility. I think that it's, it's a hell of a lot harder. Like, I don't remember... Um, I don't have to remember a ton of stuff because with me, it was pretty consistent. Uh, is, unless there was an RFI or something, you know, there was there would be that. But it was always, what did the plan say? What did the specifications say? And as long as I stuck to that, I didn't have to remember shit because if somebody came to me with a problem, I could, they could say, dude, how do I get this done? And, and my answer would be, what do the plans and specs say? Sometimes... People would say, I don't know. <laughs> how do you ask me a question on how to do something when you haven't looked at the drawings and your answer to me back when I question you, what does it say? What does it show? And you say, I don't know. Get the fuck out of my office. Like, go fucking look, man. Like, I want to help people. But at the same time, you have to do your part too, right? Like, we can't be so important that um, we're not helping like, that's our job, right? We're supposed to tee it up. We're supposed to coordinate it. We're supposed to set it up. And we shouldn't, like, fib about it, you know? Be straight up because, uh, god damn, I would hate to carry around all this, all these things I, I wasn't telling anybody about or I didn't want to address or I didn't include anybody in, but I was, you know, making all these decisions. And if your company allows you to just run fucking buck wild and do whatever the fuck you want out there, great never leave that place um and if you're not getting your ass chewed and everything's fine and your company makes money awesome uh, but i don't think that's the fucking case you know so we're all not doing something uh it's it's very hard to do it all you know and there's sometimes you have to say no right but you got to prioritize the things that you say no about and being a superintendent it's hard to say no to a lot of stuff because there's People have walked in your same footsteps before that have been able to do all the stuff. They just weren't a fucking bitch about it. So you guys got to just put on your big boy pants. Because what's that saying? Uh, 
everybody wants to be a superintendent and get the superintendent pay until it's time to do superintendent shit. <laughs> so there's some people, you know, you might have the title of superintendent with, you know, other people at your company that are your peers. And some of those, and, and if you're hitting home runs every day, awesome. Um, but you are not all created equal. You do not all exert the same amount of energy and effort into your day-to-day. So you guys are not all equal. Uh, I hate to break it to you. Uh, some people are in a different league. Some people aren't even in the league. Uh, some people are carrying the water and spill it, you know. So we have to consistently approach and attack and, and – um, nurture all the things that that are involved with you know keeping track of things coordinating things scheduling things things like that and and that goes with uh change order stuff too a lot of people you know they get change orders to go do work and uh they may half-ass it and they get paid in full and then later on down the road we it's still got to get done you know oh maybe it didn't get done god well god forbid you signed off on that because now you own part of it too. Like our job is, is very hard. It, 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 there's no doubt about that. And you're on the road and you're by yourself. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes you get paired up with somebody depending on what the job is, the client. Sometimes I, there's a lot of jobs I did by myself, you know, for months on end. The only person I talked to was my subs, some building inspectors, a few town people, and my PM. Like, and sometimes the client uh, rep would show up. Other than that, it was just me freaking doing it. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I wouldn't talk to anybody for a while from the office. Um, because I did, you, you, I was reporting back. You know, I sent my photos. I did my dailies. I uh, copied them on all my emails that went out. And so just at a quick glance, they could, you know, see what was going on. And um, we had had a conversation in the beginning of the job so I could update them. And then sometimes I would bring them in when I was pushing somebody and they could help me because I had already set the, put the groundwork uh, or laid the groundwork and put in the effort in the beginning to where there was no question when somebody said, fuck you, I'm not coming. No, fuck you, you are coming. We've been planning this for months. And then you have to leverage them in some point, you know, some way. Sometimes you're out of leverage at the, at the field level, you know. Sometimes there's things that are happening uh, another projects that you don't know about. It might not even be with your company, but there could be other things happening. And, and sometimes people don't want to tell you that because nobody wants to let anybody down. But at the same time, when we're not, we're not being honest about shit, it starts fucking with everybody because you may let this guy slide and forget to call that guy. And then, Oh, pretty soon it's like, now you're screwing the a guy you least expected to screw, but now he's screaming at you. That sucks, man. That sucks, you know, so don't do that. You know, you got to you got to be engaged. But if you're if you're doing those things and you've got that time line set out, it's it's a hell of a lot easier to get somebody to see it your way. If you put in that energy and effort and you've done your due diligence to get those things set up to where they can slide right in. Like I had no problem when cameras came out and we started using like he's used these like little digital Nikons or little digital Canon cameras. And I figured out how to like send an email. Like I sound fucking old, but it's not that long ago. But the, um, but I would send a guy a photo 
you know, this isn't the greatest photo, but this is what I got. Like, I'm ready, you know. And I always made sure I turned the timestamp on that fucker. So I don't. It was it was just like a subconscious way to prove, like, I'm not lying to you. And I had no problem sending it. And then at that point, like, I just kind of became a standard thing. I didn't necessarily do it all the time, especially with a you know guy that was you know there for two weeks and he had three more weeks to do. He was there. He was going to be back. I, I didn't miss, I didn't need to send him a photo. Like, he fucking seen that shit Friday. He'll be back on Monday. You know, like, use your brain. You know, like, that's the thing. Like, you know when you're doing something or you're, you're trying to do something that you don't have a fucking clue about. But if you don't say shit about it to anybody or you don't ask for help, well, shame on you. You're, that's dumb. Like, <laughs> that's dumb. If you're coming into this business right now, and you don't have a fucking clue about what we do, find somebody that does, right, and ask them questions. Watch what they do. Uh, but be cognizant of of who, you know, get more than one opinion, okay? Like, you don't want to, like, stick to one guy because he runs his fucking mouth and throws shit and he's crazy. And, you know, there's that. And then you and then there's the other one that rolls over, you know. They, they're agreeable. They're chatty Cathy. Everybody loves them, but their job sucks. Like, we're, we're all intelligent enough to know, like, what's good and what's not. Just like how subs are. Like, they can smell fucking fear. And so you have to have a little bit of a confidence, you know, built in. Not, I wouldn't say naturally, but kind of. Because if you're a fucking weak weenie, uh, they're going to fucking eat you like a, a, a pot of piranhas, man. Uh, that sucks. I've seen that happen to people. I've replaced people back in the day that just got chewed up by a pack of hyenas, you know, and, and, and come in and them attempt to try to do that to me. And in, in five minutes of being on a job where a guy was out and I was in, uh, I could tell that they had packed up on him because they were running their own schedule and they were, they, they immediately turned from him now that he was devoured and they turned it on me. And, uh, not all superintendents are created equal and at that point like they learned real quick in probably the first 15 minutes like you ain't doing that to me motherfuckers so there's this constant fucking uh posturing that happens in this business to a degree right it's still a little archaic in, in the way it is and and i'm fine with that because um, we all, you, you can put 100 people in the room, not everybody's going to get along. You should expect that. You should expect shit to happen, you know, that is not favorable. Uh, you got to plan for Murphy, you know, Murphy's Law. If it's if it can't be fucked up, it will be. Uh, bad weather, 100-degree heat. Like right now, it's summertime, man. You have to pay attention to your workers because they're not, they're focused on the job. They're focused on getting done. They are trying to get their, you know, if they're hourly, they want to get their time clocked in so they can do it. But at the same time, you know, the ones that are grinding and hustling, got to pay attention. You got to make sure that everybody's got water, right? Cause I've seen it where some dudes, they don't, they won't take a break and because they're working for themselves, you know, and sometimes you got to stop and go, hold, hold on, man. When was the last time you drank water? Oh, dude, I don't know. This morning? Well, did you really drink water? No, I had a Red Bull. Well, that's not water. Like, you look, uh, how you feel? I feel it's hot. Yeah, it's fucking hot because you're not sweating, bro. 
you, that's a problem. Like, let's just fucking here. Let's drink some water, man. You gotta pay attention. Like, companies are are at risk, especially in California. Like, I don't know if everybody's paying attention to this stuff, but at certain temperatures, you know, according to the Cal OSHA regulations, certain temperatures dictate we have to do certain things. Um, we also have to provide certain things as employers. So you got to have two quarts per hour per day per man or whatever, which is basically in a nutshell, it's uh, uh, quite a few gallons if you have a big ass crew and you got to have a way to throw the cups away. You got to have disposable cups because you can't have this cross contamination shit and people, you know, lipping the stupid igloo cooler, man, you gotta, it's gotta be sanitary uh, and, if you don't know what it is and you're working in California, like get on the Cal OSHA website and, and search heat Ill, illness, heat injury illness. Um, because if you are in a superintendent position and, and somebody drops, you know, through heat exhaustion, your ass is going to be in just as much trouble as the, the guy he was working for that, you know, forgot to get him a drink of water. And there's also rules in there about how you have to identify that. So we almost got to be, uh, a caretaker too. I mean, well, we are, and like you're responsible for every soul that comes in that inside that gate. So, so there's a there's a lot of burden on you guys as as supers. You can embrace it, uh, or you, or you cannot, and then suffer the consequences. So, you know, if you have uh, an issue with things, if you you don't want to deal with something then you then you need to say something at least have the like if you're going to be tough guy enough to like say i'm fucked up i'm not doing that well then have a a pair of balls and then go tell somebody that you work for that you're not going to do that otherwise shut the fuck up and do it you know when you sign up to be the super you got to follow the state like you have to enforce safety lockout tag out heat illness and injury prevention um you know, hard hats and vests and, you know, a lot of that stuff is dictated by your, your state or federal, obviously the feds can, you Cal, Cal OSHA's for California, Washington had its own version. Um, some states have their own safety thing and sometimes and it's typically more stringent than the federal regulations. So, but the feds are going to, uh, have those regulations too. You're responsible to enforce those things. So like keep people safe. It's not about being a dick. But it's about keeping people safe. It, it it all goes together. You know, if you got a safe, clean job site that's being consistently scheduled on a regular basis, like weekly and having meetings, and you're walking to work and checking it daily, and you're engaging your subcontractors and you're not doing side hustle bullshit stuff, like save that for after work, for sure. Like, totally cool, but not while you're at work, you know? So though that, that all comes into play. Uh, the last thing you want to do is is be fucking around and then have something happen, and and you're caught on your heels, flat footed, because you weren't paying attention, because something else that really wasn't important, you made it important. So crazy, like I I see it, I hear it, I hear subcontractors talk about it. I'm always talking to subcontractors, trying to figure out you know, how to get a little bit better because my perspective is different. Once you, once I left the field and I came into the office, I could, un, I have a little bit of sympathy now to, you know, why PMs did what they did with me uh, or, or said the things they said uh, because I see a different, you know, I'm from a different perspective now. And so 
my perspective now is being on both sides is uh, uh, look, everything that I'm talking about and I have talked about from, from episode one to now, I have royally fucked up, okay? Um, but I learned from it. And, and I also learned uh, how to recover. And I watched other people fuck other things up. And maybe my solution wasn't the, the, the best one at the time, but it was a solution that achieved a result that you know, didn't cost money. Uh, I did, you know, the, the idea is that we're solving things that don't cost money to your company. And, idea, and even to expand on that more is, is solving problems without costing your contractor money. If they were just negligent and did dumb shit, like they poured hot loads of concrete and didn't put finishers on it, well, fuck them. They're going to tear that shit out and do it again. But if you were standing there the whole time that was happening and you didn't say anything, you're just as much to blame as they are, except nobody actually ever goes and p- no GC that I know of is, is going to pay for... Um, uh, to replace concrete if my superintendent, you know, watched that shit happen all day long. It's all, it always goes back to the sub. And so then sometimes when people see that, the because uh, ultimately the responsibility is on the subcontractor. They are contracted to do that work, and we're there to manage and maintain and, and coordinate and all that bullshit. But there's there's a, a, a level of uh, responsibility that we have, and I really hate getting into these conversations when I know damn good and well this went bad because a guy didn't say something a guy didn't raise his hand a guy was too afraid to stop a paving truck because they were doing fucked off stuff not every subcontractor out there is fucking perfect okay there's some guys that I don't even know how they're in business but they are um yeah there's a lot okay there's probably more than there should be and you know, if you can pass a test and, and have a little bit of cash, you can you can start a construction company today. Some states, you don't even barely even need a license. You can just roll in and say, I'm whatever, you know, here I am. Uh, it's really tripping me out, you know, with some of these places, which is fine. If if uh, guys are doing what the plans say and, and can coordinate work and they can get the material and, and do all those things, like, I, I don't care who does it. The uh, the important thing is that we're we're not doing uh, we're not doing shitty work, and then and then as a GC, we're not just sitting there watch them fail. Like that's fucked up. It's really fucked up. But I see that. I see guys. Oh, I I, I let him fuck it up because I wanted to teach him a lesson. No, you let him fuck it up because you let yourself uh, be a lazy bastard sitting in the trailer. Like that's not okay. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You know, there's there's a I, man. I see on TV. You know, I'm not gonna go too far down the road, but I see on TV like people are begging for for men to be men. Like I watched a video of a girl get kidnapped at a gas station. Like six dudes watched it happen. Nobody said shit. <laughs> um, I see guys that can't. You know. They got AAA fucking changing their fucking tire for them on the side of the freeway. Like, kiss my ass, dude. Get the fuck out. I see girls changing their own fucking tires. In the last couple of days, I've seen pe- three people with flat tires, two dudes and one chick. Both dudes were standing out there on the phone calling AAA or some bullshit. Uh, one had AAA with him or, or whatever the fucking roadside emergency shit. And then I saw a girl 
changing her own fucking tire. She didn't call shit. Like that's that self sufficiency, that that self accountability, that ability to like be brave and fucking do something for yourself because nobody else is gonna help you. Like we need that to come back in style, man. Like I feel like I feel like this watered down version of shit that I that I see out here is is just degrading this business to where it's forcing companies to use more automation, uh, more robotic shit. Uh, like there's companies out there that take job site photos. Why would they do that? Well, chances are it's because people that are running jobs take shitty photos. Like how fucking sad is that? Like it's not like you can take pictures at your kid's birthday and vacation photos, but your dumbass can't take a picture on a job site. Fuck you, man. Like, your company then spends more money on another company to take job site photos for you? Wow, that is fucking pathetic. You know, so, like, I want the men to come back. or I, and, and I don't mean that in a misogynistic fucking, you know, anti-feminist way. But, like, we need to get, we need people back that give a shit, that um, are accountable to themselves, that are willing to put in the effort to get the fucking job done because everybody else is counting on, on that superintendent role to do that. Like there's a, there's a a message out there right now, build it back better. And I don't understand the idea of building something back better. That wasn't fucking broke to begin with. Like if these older things, um, that are, that are being asked you know, of the position of being a superintendent work. I don't know why we fucking step away from them. You know, like it's not too hard to take a picture in my opinion. If you're on a huge, massive job, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like you might need some help, but you're not going to have, like, I don't know why you need a dedicated photographer. Uh, Cause you're not going to put that much effort into, you know, what shit looks like if you're not taking a photo and you're not going to see things like you see more shit like if you're going to take a picture you may not take that picture right then you mean like okay i need to take a picture of this but i'm going to get that shit cleaned up because that's embarrassing as fuck what this guy did and then i'm going to come back and take that picture or you could be like me and i just take pictures of everything i don't give two fucks and but i'll go back to my photos and start launching them out to people hey i need this cleaned up hey i need this done hey this looks crooked when you start looking at those photos, when you take them, you 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 can start walking the job, and then the the deeper you get into the things that are happening, pretty soon you know who's doing what because you're so involved in the photo taking process, walking the fucking job, you're you're reviewing the plans, like that shit's important, and and that's that's like we need that back, okay? Because like I feel like I'm a dying breed in this business, and and that's fucking sad. Because this isn't that hard, um, but it is hard to, you know, there's a dichotomy to everything. But once you once you put in that time, it definitely becomes easier, you know, like it just does. And, and people, you know, it's all about what you want to do. And I, if you're listening to this, I know you want to do it. So because a shitload of people don't want to listen to me run my mouth. So at that point, like, you know, making a schedule, taking your photos, walking your job, checking the work, 
engaging your subs, um, sending out emails that are clear and concise and have depth and expectations and timelines in them really consistently, you know, not as a, not as an asshole, um, but aggressively, but not in an angry way to show, you know, the importance of what things are. And if you can keep a clean fucking job site, like I challenge you to keep a clean job site because the cleaner your job site is, the easier your inspections are. The more likely people are to come and fucking, you know, do some things for you that they normally wouldn't do because they know they don't have to work around piles of trash. Sending out a schedule consistently each week, including everybody that should be on the schedule. Like if you forget a couple of people, pff, come on, man. Like you're not paying attention. So you have to pay attention. You have to sit down and consciously think for 20 minutes, how do I build this fucking room? I'm going to put everything on there but the electrician. That's, that sucks. You know, if your electrician's there all the time, you may be able to recover pretty quickly because he's going to point out like, hey, bro, I'm not on the schedule. But that would only happen if you're having a meeting, right? And... Like, if you got a 50-50 chance, right, in a, in a meeting. You got probably a 25% chance if you're not having meetings. And if you're not having meetings, your job's probably not going that great. And if it is, I email me. I, I want to see. Send me a picture. I won't use your company name. I, we won't talk names. I'll keep everything anonymous. But I call bullshit. There's just no way. It, it just... The thing about this business is that there's too many patterns. There's too many stereotypes that are true. And once you pick up and recognize those patterns and those stereotypes by those trades or that region of how people act and integrate, not in a bad or negative way, it's just what it is, right? You can start predicting how things are going to go. Same same with the superintendent. I know that if I roll in and your trailer looks a certain way, your job's running like shit. I don't even need to go walk it. Um, and then if I talk to two subcontractors and your trailer looks a certain way and you don't come out of the trailer, I can definitely start honing in on what the fuck is wrong there. Um, and then if you add into the, you don't come in the morning on time and you leave early and you aren't working weekends and you're behind, you just freak show, you know, it's going to be happening pretty soon when you're all working night shift because, uh, you still got to get done at the end of the day. You still have to turn over the product. It has to be clean. It has to be good. Everybody's buying something brand new. You know, you, 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 if you allow things to happen on your job site that you wouldn't allow in your own home, that's fucked up. It's really fucked up. Um, I, I don't think, I don't agree with, uh, like, you need to treat this job as you're running your own business, right? And you have a partner, all your subs, right? And you have your other, you have a team. That's your all your subs, and then you have a partner in that operation, which is probably your project manager, or maybe the owner, depending on how big or small. And you may have a pre-construction manager, and you may have an assistant superintendent, and you may have a, a project engineer, and all those people are. I wouldn't say they're hustling for your job, but to a degree, you know, there needs to be. I feel like a little bit of healthy competition doesn't kill anybody. Um, and, and some different people have different aspirations. Maybe there's a PE on your job right now. That's like, you're treating like shit and he's going to be your PM in three years, or she's going to be your PM in three years. She's not going to forget what a fucking dick you are. Um, or maybe they understand how the process is and you're, you're being a dick, not because of, you know, that's what you are, but sometimes that's what it requires. People's perception gets all fucked up because 
you know, just like me, people, you know, get the nickname Nitro. Everybody thinks I just lose my shit all the time. But that's not what happens. The What happens is um, step one is, you know, we have something, we have a conversation. And I offer a suggestion or I set the expectation in conversation. Step two is uh, when we I get blown off. Step two is I, I write an email to summarize it so there's no confusion. And I offer um, the ability to correct me if I'm wrong, right? Because the last thing I want, I don't want to fight with everybody all the time. It sucks. It's worthless, you know, energy wasted. I'm There's no desire for that. And about the, you know, third fucking time, I'm starting to get a little irritated that you're not taking me seriously or you're um, not paying attention or you just don't give a fuck. And so at that point, like, after the third strike, like, now you're out. Okay, so now we're going to do this different. So I may raise my voice. I may be more direct. I may I may come at you in a way that uh, seems over-aggressive, in a, in a way, not in, a, like, an angry way by any means, but I'm going to want answers, and, and I'm not going to stop until I get you in a point or a position to where you can at least tell me what the truth is because you may be hiding something that you, oh, like, recent, as of recent, I forgot to order something. Well, fuck. Okay, now that you've told me you forgot, let's figure out how to work through it. And, and so now we're going to figure out how to make, keep moving forward on our project and figure out how to adapt to this new curveball we just got. I can deal with that. But I wouldn't have got the answer unless I would have reached out and asked a question. And And that's, I guess, good and bad. But that question shouldn't have came from me. That question should have came from a superintendent. Because that's the boots on the ground, the shot caller, you know, in the field. You make your three-week schedule. Uh, I'm stoked. If you're meeting, uh, if you're beating my master schedule, because I put some time in there, right, buffer time, um, to a degree, because I'm speculating, right? We all do it. Uh, we try not to be egregious about the times we're doing like i really sit down and think about it like you know use some estimating tools to achieve those you know hours and rates and quantity of people and shit like that um but at the same time you know there's some fluff in there right there's fluff in every schedule and but if you're if you're meeting my schedule then you're fucking up somewhere because you're burning up fluff unnecessarily because maybe you forgot or you didn't ask a question, or you you didn't want to walk something that day, or it was too hot. Like, guess what? Shit gets built in the heat all the time. Shit still gets built in the wintertime. Like, depending on where you are, some places shut down, but other places, you know, other things, you can set yourself up to continually keep working, you know, if your client allows. Sometimes they don't want to pay for winterization shit, you know, and you got to get heaters and whatever. It's, Maybe your company has that in the contract. Maybe they don't. Maybe you got to fight about it with somebody. Or maybe the client says, shut it down and come back in the spring when the fucking snow melts. Okay. Well, now you got to guess what? Hopefully you're hustling for something else to do because if your company doesn't have anything, you're asking to get laid off. So then your side hustle comes into play, I suppose. But you got to balance out. You know, if your side hustle is is better than, than, your, than your real job, well, then maybe that needs to be your real job. So progressing through the evol you know pro progressing and, and evolving in this thing you know it's it's a constant daily uh battle like there's no two 
ways around it. You, 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 you have to work through this stuff. I think that it's, it's really interesting that for years and years and years that have been devoted to building shit in America, there's still this, like, we are such Neanderthal fucking idiots, okay? Like, we, there's a few people out there that will take the mistakes of their predecessors and acknowledge them and uh, try to avoid repeating dumb mistakes. And then there's a whole group of people out there <laughs> that see it, hear it, get told about it, gets talked about, they get shown it, they see it, they acknowledge it, and they say, fuck, that won't happen to me. And they go and you know put themselves in that same situation the very next day. We've I've, I've been there, you know, like, hey, I'm going to do this. Well, you know, I wouldn't because it's about to rain. Why don't you just let it rain for a couple of days, let that shit sit, and then get back to it? No, nah, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to take care of this now. Okay. All right. Yeah, that that costs a lot of money to fix. So, so sometimes, and that's me. You know, I I should have stopped it. You know, and I didn't. And it was pain, it was very painful. You know, financially and physically and uh, emotionally. You know, the morale fucking died. You know. And I learned a lesson on that one, too, because guess what? The next time I go, like, I've always tried to use facts and logic and reasoning and understanding, you know, risk and using some history and some of the experience, right, to, like, make decisions. And then sometimes it's just your gut, man. Like, how did that guy look at you when he moved his eyes away and, uh, gave you an answer while he was body posture while he's telling you yes his whole entire body said no like and your gut says that guy just told me no but I heard yes so I'm gonna believe yes and okay he'll be done on Friday you trust your gut man like you d- drill down into those things in those meetings and, and ask you know like yeah you're telling me yes bro but your whole body says you're doing you're saying no like what the fuck is the deal like why can't we be done friday oh man you know my god this and i got that okay when can you be done i can be done wednesday no can you be done like how like i can deal with not being done friday can we do it can you come saturday because i like this guy is coming on monday oh shit uh yeah 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 i can come on saturday so you just volunteered yourself for a Saturday, but that happens, right? Like, it happens. So if you think you're never going to work a Saturday and be a commercial superintendent, go home. <laughs> go go home. You have to put in the energy. You, you sell a piece of your soul to do this job. Um, but it can be rewarding uh, financially. It can be rewarding when you're done. Uh, but there's some sacrifice that has to go on. You know, if you if you have kids and you can make it work, awesome. Because uh, there's a shitload of kids, me being one of them, where their fucking dad worked all the time and you didn't see a dad, right? And um, and then there's kids that don't have dads, you know, and their mom's fucking hustling and grinding too. So there's and and there's dads out there doing it with no mom, you know, to help. So so there's all these situations that are out there, but there's a lot of kids that didn't see their dad on a weekend because he was working. And guess what? We all turned out okay for the most part. I mean, some of you guys fucking voted for Biden and wore a mask in a car by yourself. That's a different fucking conversation. But nonetheless, like you're going to, like, your kids will be okay for a minute. Now, your old lady might not, or your husband. Now, you're going to get irritated because they didn't get married to live alone. Cause that, so that gets weird, right? 
So you got to be really conscientious about how things are. You know, mine got to a point where she was irritated about stuff. And, you know, some things had to change a little bit. It kind of all happened at the same time, which was a good thing. But I, 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 I'm frustrated with being a, you know, a PM. Like, I really enjoy the superintendent side of things because I get to, you know, get a suntan and walk some fucking miles and, you know, I love it. So I hate the paperwork. <laughs> you know, I do the paperwork and we're doing the bidding and the estimating and things like that. I don't love it. I don't love it at all. I don't I don't like some of the challenges of the things that should have been avoided in the first place, but people don't listen. I, I don't like that. I, I do appreciate that people are, are learning lessons, I guess. Uh, I just hope that they learn them, you know, and if you're you're out there and you're fucking things up, you know, just take a step back for a second and go, okay, I fucked those three things up this last week. This week I'm not going to fuck anything up. But I'm but before I fuck it up, I'm going to know I know don't know what I'm doing about it or I want to get somebody else's opinion. And so I'm going to pick the goddamn phone up and call somebody. Or I'm going to take a picture and send an email and explain the situation. Not in so much detail that you lose everybody, but in enough detail to where somebody can help you. And, and if you're asking for help, because this happens to me a lot and some of the other people I know in this business, somebody will call them and ask their advice about a problem that they have. And they, they present the issue, and then the advice is given. And then the advice was kind of half-assed used, and the result was terrible. And then what we find out after it all fucking blows up is we never got all the information that we really needed. And so... The who, what, why, when, where, and how, like that is important. Um, if you're trying, if you have an issue and you're leaving out the one thing because you fucked it up or you told somebody to do something you shouldn't have done, you have to come clean with it. That shit needs to be, it's like confessional time, okay? Because we can deal with problems when we understand the whole breadth of fucking what it is. But if you're hiding, you know, two or three tidbits of information, that are actually the, the, the root cause that trigger this fucking issue to be there now, fuck you. Like, you need to get some integrity and and own up to the shit that you do because hiding that stuff and trying to get uh, a, a solution to a problem you fucking created but you are not being honest about it is not going to get you the result you think you're going to get. It, it it never works out that way. And we spend a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say we spend a lot of time, but there's, but there's moments when that shit happens and it really sucks because if you're, if you're the guy trying to help somebody, you're just going to stop what you're doing. Um, you're going to, you know, listen and, you know, you may be like digging through plans or trying to find a spec book because you got more than one thing going on, especially you're calling the office, you got PM, right? That person's going to be digging for things to try to help you get an answer because we want you to succeed, right? You want to, we hope you want to succeed. Um, everybody needs to succeed. We need everybody to succeed in order for this thing to work. So that's, that's the goal. Like, there are some lessons to be learned, you know, sometimes, but, but the goal is like, we want everybody to succeed. So we're going to, we're going to do our best to, to help. And sometimes we're not going to help. And that's fucking intentional. Sometimes me helping a person solve the same problem they've encountered the same way 30 fucking times 
and they call me on that 31st time, I'm not going to help you this time. You you already know what you need to do. Just go fucking do it. You you don't need to call me and ask me. Like, this is the problem you created. We You've done it in the past before. This is how we solved it previously. It should be the same solution this time. But if you're repeating these same mistakes over and over again and you're not learning your lessons and you know, you know, when you sit down at night and lay your head down, you know you fucked that up and you knew you fucked it up when you did it. Don't call the office and, and, and pretend you didn't do, you didn't know. Because you do. And just so you know, we know too. Um so you're not you're not like nobody's hiding anything from anybody. You're not some like CIA operative with like, you know, you can beat the lie detector. Like get the fuck out of here with that. Get the fuck out of here. So so the uh, I hope you know that we all operate with the, you know, the the best intentions and and try to be as ethically and morally responsible as we can obviously you know sometimes there's some weird shit that has to happen you know and sometimes morals and ethics are are flexible for a second um but not completely thrown out the window and then i'm not saying to do anything bad or hurt anybody or destroy shit or anything like that but you know we may skip a step um and for this one moment of this of time for this one singular thing but just because you you do it on that one time and it's okay and everybody was on board with it because things do change doesn't give you carte blanche to go and fuck all and throw all the rules out for everything that, that that's absolutely not what that is so you know just like if you're in a situation and and you're in the field and something happens and your pm says i don't care what you do just get it fucking done that doesn't mean go swipe the company credit card for $35,000 worth of fucking tools that you're never going to use for to solve this problem and, and and buy cheap Chinese shit that's not what the specifications, you know, require, right? Don't do that. Because when the bill shows up, you're going to answer for that. <laughs> it might not be right then, but it may be later. So don't, don't, don't try to take advantage of a situation to do dumb shit. Um... Because you put yourself in a situation, you know, don't don't do those things, and and be morally uh, cognizant, and and at least have enough common sense to know that it it's okay to bend the rules. It's okay to break the fucking rules sometimes, um, but it's not okay to break the rules all the time, all the rules all the time. So, you know, I think that's an important thing that needs to be said too. You know, we're halfway through the year right now. Um, and if you're sitting there, you know, thinking about things, you know, what have you done this year for yourself and for your company that you're fucking proud of? Like, have you mastered uh, consistency? Like, have you have you had a schedule uh, that's been updated every week? And have you consistently had meetings every week? It's been 26 weeks. Have you done that since January? I'm gonna guess not everybody has, so you, you can't you can't check that box. So have you been able to document everything in writing? Probably not. You know, like so what? So let's think about you know what are the things that that we should be doing and have we have we been doing them? You know, for the first 26 weeks of this year, from January 1st to today, you know, or J- July 1st, whatever. Um, 
are we doing those things? Are we proud of what we've done? Have we put in a, a, a significant amount of effort to follow the, the culture and, and needs of the company we work for or the company we run or the company we own? Are we doing those things to like get better? Are we, or are we just stagnant uh, and, and, and not evolving? Are we, or, or we're not getting better and we're still struggling? Like you're, we're at the halfway point. Like, don't let 2020 get in your brain, okay? Like, quit watching the fucking news, you know? Or if you can watch, if you if you have to watch it, separate the two out, you know? Take the politics out of it. Take the fucking COVID bullshit out of it. Take the, I don't care if you get a shot or you don't. Like, you decide what you're going to do, though. If you can't decide if you're going to get a shot, COVID shot or, or not, then, okay. <laughs> What else can you not decide on what to do? So, so because we're halfway through the year, just sit down and think. Like, have I fucking killed it this year? Have I have I hit home runs? Have I am I in it to win it? And and if not, and you want to be in this business, then start taking the steps today to make sure that we are doing the things that we should be doing. Like, if you forget to take photos, make yourself a fucking checklist. Like, I don't know why people are afraid of checklists. Like. It's not cheating. It's absolutely not even close. Like, it, you're helping yourself. Like, I make a schedule. I don't make it for the fucking sub. I mean, I make it for the subs, but I make it for me. Like, it's my way to plot and track things, right? I don't make a checklist for a sub. I make it for me. They just get to fucking reap the benefits of it if I share it with them, and typically I do. Because if I got two people looking at a checklist, chances are I'm not going to miss anything, and neither are they. Like, use these fucking dudes. Build your army. Because the more you build your army, the more you devote your energy to that shit, the more you can show that you give a fuck, so will they, right? I wear my hard hat. I hate fucking hard hats. I despise the motherfuckers. I hate them. But I wear one most of the time. Um, you know, unless, uh, unless we're doing things I don't need to wear a hard hat for. I'm not wearing a hard hat in my truck, okay? Whoever came up with that rule can kiss my ass. Okay, I'm never wearing a hard hat with a chin strap. If we have to wear hard hats with chin straps, I'm fucking out. Okay, there's nothing wrong with the hard hats now when you put the fucking thing on your head, not wearing it. And so I'm going to go down a road. I don't want to go down. So hard hats with chin straps. That's a whole fucking podcast, I feel like. Um and if I'm going to wear a hard hat with a chin strap, it's going to have night vision goggles on it, okay? So that's a whole, that's a, that's a, that's an off-topic <laughs> podcast. So as we're, as we're trying to do good and be awesome, you have to set the example, right? You, you, if, if your company or the state or your local jurisdiction or your, you know, OSHA, it requires a vest. Wear the fucking vest, man. Okay? If you don't like the vest your company provides, bitch to somebody about it. If you bend over and the shit falls out of your pockets because, you know, you got too many fucking pens and rulers in your shit, then figure out a way to, you know, carry that shit a different way. But don't fucking not wear your vest because something falls out of your pocket when you bend over. Most companies want everybody to have good stuff so they can fucking succeed. And I say most, 
loosely because there's some people that they don't give a fuck and, and they're just doing what they do and, and they don't necessarily pay attention to that stuff. Maybe you should change companies, you know, or like you can, we can always do something about something. And so, but you, but we have to be that good example. And so if you haven't been doing those things and you're moving into the, 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 the next half of this year, you know, take time to, t- to, f- to take a good photo. And, and, and when you take one, take 70 good photos and, and upload them or, or save them, you know, however your company's doing it. But figure out a way to ca- carve out some time to, to deal with your schedule. Set yourself up to where you're not winging it every week to make a scheduled uh, uh, meeting, right? Set your meetings up. Be consistent. Make yourself accountable. Because if you're not going to do that, you're, you're just going to continue to delay the advancement that you're coming. And if your company overpays you for those things right now, you're lucky, you know. But at some point, that, that luck will run out. And I don't want that for anybody. But if you aren't checking work or doing as builds, like take the rest of this year and and start doing that. If you're not doing any of that shit, you should start doing it today. You know, the the I opened this thing. Uh, it was a video. Somebody texted me, and then you know, obviously we heard the the commentary, but. That's a sub ratting out a superintendent, right? And as I watched the video, he didn't have all the things that, that we require with him. You know, he didn't have there was there was a there was a, a, a lot to be desired in that. And that's a and that's not good, you know, like you I've had a pod like I've already done a podcast of what you should be carrying in your pockets. I have a really nice vest, but my company, you know, I can't, they didn't have a one I got here. Not even close. I bought my own. The companies that I worked at before, the color was orange. You know, nobody had a logo on it. A few did, but the logo wasn't that critical so long as you wore a vest, you know. And um, I didn't like the vests that were out there because every time I bent over to like look at rebar on a block wall at the, you know, 30 feet up, shit fell out of my pockets. Pissed me off. So I went and found and dug and looked because. Being a superintendent, when you're doing stuff and you're clicking boxes, you can get some pretty decent pay. And so buying a freaking $100 vest wasn't a big deal. Besides, it kept me from losing $400 worth of fucking pins throughout the year. So I'm all in on that. So I went and bought a cool vest, Seiko. They're great. Absolutely great. Hard as hell to find, but these are vests are fantastic. And then eventually over time, you know, the company that I work for, integrated them in we put a logo on them you know we did the the common thing construction companies do and and now we got them they're great like i haven't lost a pin and i don't know how many since i bought the vest you know i don't lose my phone i don't lose i don't lose anything it carries all that shit and the it's those things that you can do for yourself like if you live in this world this construction superintendent world that your company needs to provide you everything, including your underwear, like you're an idiot. Like stop it, okay? You, uh, 
if they want you to wear a t-shirt or or not t-shirt, but if they want you to wear a shirt, they should give you the shirt because it's got the logo on it. They wouldn't they wouldn't make you buy them. Some companies do make you buy your own fucking things because people suck. You know, if you work for a company and they make you buy your own fucking uh, company logoed shirts, somewhere along the lines, a whole bunch of people fuck that up for you, and that sucks. And so typically that's how some of these things come into play is somebody along the line fucked it up for everybody else. You know, that's why contracts, you know, went from being one page to, you know, 75 fucking pages because people fucking suck. Like we have to do better as a group. We have to, we have to devote the energy and the time to not be lazy, fat, fucking idiot trailer queens and we have to be active, engaged, and 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 out there, managing, leading, and running projects, because everybody needs our help, and it's what we signed up for, right? Like that's the 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 thing. Like Fourth of July is right around the corner, and and God bless America, um, because nobody's forcing you to 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 be a superintendent. You're choosing to do that, right? And so, like, at least attempt to have some honor when you when you do that job. Be the guy you're pretending to be or attempt to try to, you know, be the guy you're pretending to be and, and leading through things. But, no, you have to invest in yourself a little bit. You're going to have to read some plans at night. You're going to have to um, you have to review some RFIs. Like, you still have work after the day is over with. It's just how it is. If you're on the road, uh he, I, it always baffles me when guys want to like go home at three thirty, and they're traveling on the road four hundred miles from their fucking family. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're just going back to the hotel room and jerking off, or playing video games, or doing shit that like could make you get better. Because obviously, if you're running home at three o'clock, uh, chances are things aren't going that great. So. If it's hot, that's one thing. You know, I, I can understand that. But guess what, fuckers? We have a trailer with air conditioning most of the time. Or we're working in our truck. Like, I've worked on my truck a lot. I built a tons of shit out of the back of my truck. Uh, or in the cab, you know, with the computer sitting in there. So, uh, this, job is, this job isn't physically demanding. So... I, I I don't have a lot of sympathy for, you know, it's hot. Okay. <laughs> don't care. Uh, you know, I'm working out of town. Yeah, been there, done that. Don't care. Don't care. Like, I understand. I sympathize with you, but I don't care. Like, you signed up for it. If you don't like it, fuck off. Go away. And And the more and more we progress, like, everybody wants to be comfortable and nobody wants to travel, and that's okay, I guess. We'll figure out a way around it. We're just going to come up with more automation. And then pretty soon, like, I don't need to pay you hundred grand a year. Maybe we can, maybe I find, you know, people and we pay 75 and we, we devote the other money and resources into automation. We find it, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to take pictures. Don't worry about it. But I'm, my budget's still probably going to be the same. Clients' expectations are going to be the same. So I get pictures. So I'm going to hire a subcontractor just to take fucking photos for your dumbass. Like, we don't want to be that. We want to make those things irrelevant because, like I was saying earlier, like, I feel like this is a dying breed. Like, I'm a dying breed. This is a dying, this thing is dying, you know? I know there's there's a guy down the road that's, there's some road work happening by my office, 
and I'm watching it every day because I have to drive through the shit. And I don't necessarily agree with what they're doing, but I can, as I watch it, the guy that's running it gives me hope because he's whoever is running it, the guy or girl or non-binary, whatever the fuck, purple-haired dragon, they are doing a fucking great job. The only thing that I can see that is probably annoying the fuck out of them with the amount of work that they've done to this point with the underground and the moving electrical and power pole shit and storm drain stuff and water lines and fire hydrants and all that shit is their fucking block mason. That guy is dragging ass. Like he has been there way too fucking long and, and he's slow and it is hot, but they're not there a whole fucking eight hours, which is probably irritating the fuck out of the guy running that job. But aside from that dumb Mason, everything else is like, moving it's it's going very well and that guy gives me hope that there's people out there that don't have shit for brains that give a fuck about what they're doing and and are actually turning you know the ideas and and intent into actual tangible visible things you know that that people like me I look every morning to try to figure out, like, okay, who is that guy? Okay, that's a building, or that's a that's a public works inspector. That's a grading foreman. That's this. That's that. I look because one of these days, if I can catch that dude, whoever it is, I'm gonna stop and tell him, like, what a fucking great job he did. Because we don't get those compliments, you know. And and if you feel like, so that's one thing. Like, I'm gonna compliment him because. And he doesn't even work for us, you know. It's not our job. It's not anything. But like. It's not about, it's about your company and it's about yourself. But at the same time, like this shit that I'm doing, it, it gives me an outlet. But I want people to get better because I want to have confidence that buildings are going to get built the way people are intending them to get built. I want to go and experience um, safe and clean and functional fucking buildings. I don't want to go into a retail building with my kid and have her run her arm down something and get cut because the superintendent was too lazy to go walk that install and there's sharp edges on things. That's going to make me mad. Like when I look up in a ceiling and I see the blotchy, splotty paint and the fucking holidays, like that's tacky, man. Like oh, who cares? It's just a retail building. You should care, right? Because it's a reflection of you, you know. So, so, so is, you know how we approach, you know, things and, and how we act and things like that. Those are, those are reflection too. But uh, just take this next half of this year because we all got to work on something. I got something too. I got to work on figuring out a way to get subcontractors to price change orders in a timely fashion. I am struggling with getting things back to me. And... I need to figure that out. I don't know how I'm going to figure it out, but I'm going to start attempting to try to do some other things. I can probably kind of nail it down to um, being busy and sidetracked. I get sometimes too involved in the day-to-day shit with superintendents only because the, the experience level is pretty low. And so I end up playing, you know, part of the day uh, as a, a, a superintendent by proxy uh, on a couple of jobs. Uh, sometimes it's uh, being an estimator for half the day too. Sometimes it's the whole fucking day. Uh, sometimes you're on client calls the whole day. So so I get distracted a little bit. And then 
when I put out pricing and I have a date, like oh, that date comes up and then I go and click and I start looking and I'm like, fuck, I'm missing out of the 15 dudes I need a price from. I got it from three. So then what do I do at that point? Like now I turn into a crybaby fucking jaded ex-girlfriend trying to get my fucking shit from you because I got to get that turned in. And at some point, um, I may take all this stuff that I have jammed in my fucking head and I may just start pricing shit for you. So that sucks too, you know? So, but it happens, right? So that's another way around it. That's not the solution though. That's the band aid. So if I'm pricing, if you, if you're working around me or with me or, or in the, you know, past, present or future and I price your change orders and I didn't charge you for it, you got lucky. Like, I feel like I need to be charging, you know, on the side for being your goddamn estimator. And if I got to do your damn paperwork too, I should be charging you for that too. Like, could run a whole business on just doing that. So so I have to figure out how to get that engagement on the other side. Um, and sometimes it's because I, I get distracted too and I'm not engaged completely as because I'm hoping everybody's doing their shit. We're all busy. If you're busy, you're super busy. If you're not busy, you're, you're, you're contemplating fucking you know, bankruptcy or suicide. So, and if you're in those, in, in that position and you are good at something, reach out to a GC. Like we're fucking hiring, man. You can email me at nitro power hour at gmail.com. Fucking start the conversation. You know, I don't talk about names and companies and uh, location, but we're in California. Like I, we are trying to find people that give a shit, have some experience uh, or are willing like, I am willing to look past um, uh, lack of knowledge for willing and drive and dedication and self-accountability. Um, because if you're willing and you give a shit and you want, you have a desire to, like, do this stuff, I will teach you totally, totally. There's some dudes out there right now that are doing fantastic uh, that that had those things, you know, and stuck with it, you know, and it's not going to be an easy. Like you're not riding on a, a freshly paved um, uh, autobahn esque type of road with me. Like there's going to be ups and downs, you know. Um, but you got to know that at the end of the day, you'd be able to stand on your own two feet anywhere in the country and go build anything that fucking somebody throws at you. Like you can get to the point where uh, give me a stack of contracts and tell me what day you want to be done and go the fuck away. I'll get it done. Like, that's the goal, right? That that level of enlightenment um, where you can run a job without temp labor and unless it's contracted, right? So, like, at the end of the day, though, you're, you, you're, not, you're not on equipment. You're, you, you show up with a cell phone, a laptop, and they drop a fucking trailer and you go. And, you know, you got contracts and plans and specs. Like, just go. You know, that's that's the goal of, of everybody. But if you don't want to do that, fucking don't email me. Right? We got enough of that shit already. So, um, and if, and if you're hearing this and you're offended by it, take this half of the year and, and try to get better at something. Cause if you're trying to get better at something and you can show you're trying to get better at saying you're trying to get better at it is complete bullshit. Like we know when you're full of shit, like we can see it. You may not think we can, and that's fine, but if, you know, but we see it, so, but take, pick, but take this time, you know, pick something, photos, I mean, ideally, you're trying to tackle it all, right, um, because I only talk about really five things, 
the really basics. There's other shit. Like, guess what, fuckers? Should be looking at some middles, right? Before they get approved. You should be looking at some middles after they get approved by the engineers and architects. You should be like having conversations about closeout and you should be helping uh, identify things in fucking change order paperwork. You know, you get a plan revision, you should be digging through that motherfucker trying to help uh, the PM, the office, the estimator, the subcontractors find the things that changed. And if you have plan, if your company pays the money to have plan grid for your ass, fucking use it because you can overlay drawings and, and pick that shit up pretty quick. Like, use it. Use that. And guess what? I finally was fucking around in plan grid. I always looked at the weather. I never actually, like, dug into it a little bit far. But they use dark skies. That's a great app. That's a, probably the most accurate fucking weather app I've ever seen. That's awesome. Like, you have the best weather app already in your, your plan grid piece. Like, fucking use it, man. If it says it's going to be 107, guess what, fucker? You're going to need to make sure your dude's got water and shade and disposable cups and a way to throw that shit away. And in California, when they get to fucking 80 degrees or 85 degrees or 90 degrees, you got to start having fucking meetings. You got to have fucking some breaks plugged into some shit. It's on you. It's on the foreman. If you got a subcontractor, it's on him, but you need to remind him. And then you need to, you can trust him to do it, but you better be verifying he's fucking doing it. And if he's not doing it, you better be doing something about it. Because silence is condonance. You can't do that. So, last thing you want to be is superintendent on a job that didn't do any motherfucking lockout tag out. Next thing you know, your electrician electrocutes himself. That's not a good problem to have. You last thing you want to do is send fucking ten roofers on the roof, and you not talk about water, and one of them passes out from heat exhaustion, and the fire's got fireman's got to show show up, bring a goddamn ladder truck, and try to get him off the fucking roof. That's fucked. It's probably your fault. Now, it's not entirely your fault, but you have some fucking ownership in that shit because you didn't say anything. And if you did say something. And, you know, it happens and you didn't record it, you know, like now it's a he said, he said, he said, she said, she said, he said kind of thing. Yeah, that sucks, you know. So it's easier. Everything you talk about, you should be documenting. If you're not, you're just putting yourself at risk. As we progress and everybody's fucking, you know, progress is happening Things are changing, you know. People that, you know, are, are causing problems aren't necessarily going to be accountable for those things, but people that watch to happen are, you know. So you don't want to get caught up in that bullshit. Uh, you don't want to get caught up in that bullshit at all. And so the easiest way to avoid that bullshit is to, I don't want to say that you necessarily have to cover your ass, but to a degree you have to because that's what our job is anyway, the documenting and, and uh recording and communicating in court, you know, all those things, right? So, like, take this half of the year and pick something. You got six months, man. You got some holidays in there. Fourth of July is coming. You know, put a put a flag up if you're an American dude. If you're in Italy, you know, fuck you. It's Fourth of July anyway for us. Uh, Canadians, I feel sorry for you guys. Every time I turn around, it looks like they're taking more and more of your rights away. So, you better start fleeing south. We'll take you. Uh, we're taking everybody else. I mean, shit, at least you don't got a wall to contend with, right? Uh, but don't be a dirtbag when you get here. Like, that's the thing with everybody. Like, I'm cool with everybody. Just don't be a dirtbag. I'm not cool with dirtbags. 
no no dirtbags, no racists, no pedophiles. Like if you're any of those things, fucking God, God save your soul, because we're not going to. The uh, the other thing with you, my rant and, and rave today for oh my goodness, almost two fucking hours, just set me off getting that getting that uh, that little snip video thing. My next question is, um, you know, what is that guy going to do better tomorrow? Does he even know he did anything wrong? Will he listen to this one? Probably not. Because um, chances are, you know, don't don't listen to all these podcasts and not try to do any of this stuff. And if I'm completely bullshit, please tell me. Like, I'm totally willing to sit down with anybody and have back and forth conversation. I actually enjoy that a lot better because it's, it's, I don't know, I don't want to say it's extremely difficult, but it's weird to sit here and talk, you know, I kind of sound uh, like a fucking narcissist or something. But at, at the same time, you have to have a level of confidence, you know. So fucking things up is part of it. Like, enjoy that process, you know. Re- you know, live and in, 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 in accept failure. Because if we don't fail and we don't talk about shit, we're never going to fix it. And if we're not fixing it, then we're not getting better. And if we're not getting better... Eh, it's only a matter of time before the people that are doing the things to get better bypass us. You know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a whole company. You know, maybe they can't weather the fucking storm because, you know, we're all tied up doing bullshit stuff because everybody's fucked off, and then you can't go seek new clients. You know, so there's a it's a it's a big swing. You know, the superintendent's important. Don't drag the rest of your company down because you're being a fucking lazy idiot. Or a lucky lazy idiot, you know, don't do that. So put in your time, do your work, you know, feel good about it at the end of the day. And and at the end of the day, if we're using our brain, like, you're going to be tired, right? If you're physically, like, I get less tired when I'm physically working my ass off all day than I do when I'm fucking using my brain. I get fucking smoked, you know, just using my brain. Because there's a lot, of, a lot of energy that goes into that. And if you can at least you you know channel that energy to to get better at a few things that makes it better for someone else then then they can get better too and you know don't be a boat anchor okay because last thing i I want for any of you guys is to to have your your chain clipped and and you sink to the bottom of the ocean while everybody goes off without you so that's my thing for the day you know don't don't side hustle uh during your day job right totally side hustle right but don't steal from your company don't steal material from your company don't side hustle you know to compete with your company don't do that shit that's that's no good that's that's not good don't do that uh, but if you're high side hustle i got a side hustle sell t-shirts and fucking stickers and and uh and some other shit coming up like i'm i'm a few well, i don't know weeks months well out you know i'm just trying to find the right people uh i don't want to buy shirts from china not doing it i don't want shit printed in china or not in america i'm not doing it um i may not even ship things out of the u.s just because i i don't know we'll see how it goes uh, and maybe i will i maybe i'll be selective in the countries i send to but like there's um and my things are not going to be necessarily PC as much as I try to be PC about the the info I'm giving you guys because we do have to be PC we do need to be a little like LinkedIn you know during the daytime we need to be nice to everybody 
we need to be cordial and inviting and uh, sympathetic to some things. But at the same time, we don't have to tolerate people's bullshit, okay? But we need to be smart enough and cognizant enough to when people are being bullshit. And then we need to be uh, firm and brave enough to stand up for it or against it, right? Uh, for, for the greater good. The greater good is to get the, co- the project completed with the proper materials and the timeline that everybody's agreed to because nobody's really asking for short timelines. And there are some clients that are kind of fucking assholes about time, you know, but I understand why. But sometimes they'll pay for it. So then at that point, like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a deal, right? So it's just part of the process. And it's not going to, it shouldn't be every job day in and day out being a fucking you know, a running gunfight in the streets to like get to the end. It, it shouldn't be that way. And, and it's highly unlikely that it is, but it does happen on occasion. So, so at that point, like, I think that's, I think that's perfectly okay to, to, to run a side hustle, but you got to do it on your own time. You gotta, you gotta make sure that it's not affecting your work, right? You gotta, all the stuff I do, I do it on the weekends. I do it in the evening. Um, I got different email accounts for shit. I don't do any of this stuff. I do this podcast, you know, well after work. I ain't got time for that shit. We're too busy in the daytime, right? So um, it's in, you know, my boss ain't paying me to do that shit. So the um, the thing about it is, uh, oh, my goodness. So I just got an, another message while well, I'm just sitting here because, you know, whatever, it's late. It's like 7.30 at night. Um, the the thing about this, uh, I, like I'm doing some work, right? You know, we're doing some work not for a client, it's for us. And got a price for something. And the price was like quadruple what it should be. And a little confused, you know, like, okay, uh, how'd you get here? Oh, well, let me do this. Let me do that. I just got a new price. Uh, I, I can't use it. So I, I can't use it. The price, it's too expensive. I can't pay, f- I can't pay 12000 Hold on. Let me see what it is. He's going to listen to this podcast. He's definitely going to listen uh, I'm not going to name his name either, but so I can't pay $12,000 for five fucking doors, hollow metals with wood. I just can't do it. There's no fucking way that that's worth that. So don't be that guy. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go down break it down. We're going to see what it is. We're going to get to what the real number is. I don't want it for free, but I'm not paying three times, four times the cost for something. Okay. There's just no fucking way. And, and as a subcontractor, if there's subcontractors listening, I don't like plumbers. I really don't. And some of these other <laughs> trades I don't either. But the don't try to take advantage of your general contractor. Just give them straight-up fucking pricing, or her. Give, give her straight-up pricing to do the work. Like, if you, like, my expectation is if a lot of these guys, if you work for me before, like, you know my schedule's legit. If it's ready for, when I tell you it's going to be ready on this day, by God, it's going to be ready on that day. I'm not going to fuck you around. You're going to be able to come in, install everything that I tell you in the two or three phases. If you're a door guy, um, I want you to deliver frames and doors, right, when you show up. I got a spot for your doors. Guess what? I'm going to paint them, and so please don't put any fucking hardware on them, okay? Don't do that shit. I'm going to, I need you to set the frame, 
and bring the door because then I'm going to paint the frame in place after the drywalls are done. And then I'm going to fucking paint that door. And then when you bring the hardware back on your second trip, then I want you to hang that painted door and put the fucking hardware on. And guess what, motherfucker? You don't have to come back. I've been doing that on jobs for a long fucking time. Unless there's some dirtbag fucking me around. It happens. But but not when we control it like this. So don't give me a $4,000 fucking hole price because it's not worth that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking those kind of doors. Okay. Yeah. So, and just know that I, I, I can install my own door frames if I have to, if it's all about money and we're going to save some money, I actually don't need anybody here to do it. It's just going to take me a long time because I'm a one person. So, but, to, but get to a position where you understand, you know, at least have a really good concept of what everybody should be doing because it's hard to manage it if you don't. Uh, and you have to, you know, have some priorities in your life and, and be able to decide, you know. Sometimes you got to devote more to work, you know. Some, sometimes you don't. So don't let the side hustle fucking wreck your day, wreck your week, wreck your year, wreck other people's shit because you're, you're trying to make an extra $300 that month. That's dumb. Um, anyway, 4th of July, celebrate it. If your uh, state says you can't do something, then by God, you should do it because this country was founded on rebellious fucking people not or doing what they were told not to do. Uh, obviously, within reason, nobody needs to go to jail, right? So don't go to jail. Um, don't hurt anybody. Don't add or take away from the population. You know, don't do not do that. Don't, don't maim yourself. Um, and if you are out in a place, you know, that's dry as fuck like we are, you know, don't be that dick that shoots fireworks up in the air that potentially could cause a fire, you know, five fucking lots away or five properties away. And then you burn somebody's house down because then you're going to go to jail. So don't do that, uh, especially out here in California. Like, I love fireworks, but well, where we are, like, we ain't lighting off shit. We're going to do it in the yard where the grass is green and uh, but nothing's going in the air. Plus, God, plus, they won't let you have that shit here anyway, but, you know, people still do. But um, and make sure that you're, you're voicing your opinion about, you know, things politically because that politics shit affects us all. Gas is about to go up in California a uh, good healthy amount. So all these taxes and fees, these regulations that keep getting shoved up our ass, you know, somebody's got to pay for it. So if you if you're all good with it, you just, you know, that good for you. I hope you get your way. I hope you're, you're, this president gives you everything you hope for. Um, and just know that there'll be some of us here to, like, help clean up that shit if, if it's possible to clean up when it's all said and done. So, anyway, God bless America and uh, do better this half, this next half. All right, guys, gals, uh, yous, she's, these, we's, whatever. A couple of binary, non-binaries out there. Uh, dye your hair a little bit darker purple. And uh, see you guys on the next one.